Welcome back to We Are Utah Podcast, where we bring you weekly episodes of the best in the Beehive State. Simply put, this is where we live. And this is where you stay connected. Stay connected. Because together, we We are are Utah. Utah. And now your hosts, Jordan Wheeler and Braden Floyd. Welcome back, you filthy animals. Uh, we had to have a emergency podcast because we found a special guest. Um, I found you guys on a Facebook ad, strange enough. Uh, we have the general manager, and you, you'll probably give yourself a better name than me, uh, general manager of the Senate, Salt Lake Senate football team. It's a new semi-pro football team. They're having tryouts, so this is why we had to do an emergency podcast, but tell us your title. You're also uh, owner of Vintage Muscle. Is that correct? Uh, I am not the owner. So okay. <laughs> my official title is general manager and director of football operations for the minor league, not semi-pro. Okay. The new upstart uh, minor league football team called Salt Lake City Senate. And then I'm also the chief operations officer for Vintage Muscle, and we are sublingual, sublingual anabolic um, supplements. This is Terrence so, Pohl. Terrence, Terrence Pohl, sorry. Yeah. So Terrence Pohl. Are, are Vintage mus- Muscle and the football team directly correlated? Uh, yeah, so the uh, major funding um, entity is Vintage Muscle. So the owner of Vintage Muscle is also the technical owner of the Salt Lake Senate as well. Nice. And so one kind of ties on with the other. Okay. Can't have one without That's the That's a dream, other. bro. Yeah. Make a business yeah. and then buy, buy a sports team, right? Yeah, we just so, created right. our own. We're like, I'll just build our own. That's all. Like, yeah. Buy it when you can build it. Are you oh, trying yeah. to be the next Ryan Smith? We're trying to be, we're trying to be who we are. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah, we're just trying to Fair be enough. the best version of us as we can. <clears throat> nice. Fair enough. So what, tell us your story a little bit. Like, back up. What were you doing five, maybe ten years ago, or how, however far back you want to go? And tell our, tell our listeners your story, because I feel like when people hear the story behind a brand or a team or the owner, it connects them um, to whatever it is you are. And I feel like it gives them inspiration to, like, I can do that. Right, right? Yeah. like me, I was, a, I was a beer salesman. Now, now I own my own small business, and so... And maybe right. I'm speaking for myself. I want to hear your story as yeah, well. Awesome. Well, my story is really, really fun. Um, I'll give you a quick uh, blip on the owner, Jared Van Apron. Um, he's a Ridgeline High School out of um, Millville, Logan area, mm-hmm. a graduate. Um, he's only like 24 years old, um, super brilliant kid, um, kind of semi-obsessed with bodybuilding and stuff. And yeah. so he, he kind of got into that in high school, started getting into the science and the technology and some of the, the way that... Um, some of our ingredients work on the body and how he can um, benefit an entire group of men that are kind of that 28, 30 year old to dead um, and help <laughs> them kind of get some of that, that um, juice back, juice back. Right. And yeah. I, and I'm, my story kind of goes along with that. So now that we kind of know how the company was founded, um, we, uh, I met Jared a few years ago. He um, was playing semi-pro football for me as my running back. And okay. um, here last spring, um, I was working construction. I've been independently um, as an independent contractor for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and my body was just really bad. After 10 years in the Army, a lot of years yeah. of semi-pro ball, some high school ball, you, you know, you name it, the body yeah. starts to break down. And, and let's face it, I'm not a young buck anymore. I'm 37. Yeah, yeah. And so um, starting to kind of get to that age where the body falls off. I get a diagnosis, um, degenerative disc disease, um, dry compressed disc, and then arthritis uh, from the base of my head down into my knees. Oh, so now I'm damn. like, oh, I'm screwed, right? Yeah. Uh, so I kind of come to a practice um, really not feeling well. And, you know, Jared and his... Um, natural way he just goes hey coach you look like shit what can we do you know (laughs) (laughs) i'll shoot it to you straight (laughs) yeah and and i I said well thanks man i you know i kind of feel that way too and he goes man let me put a care package together we got stuff that can help you feel better right yeah and let's get some of the stuff so i kind of explained to him all the different issues he put a care package with some of uh, vintage muscles products together and um within a few weeks i was like dude where's this been my whole life dude i need that and now i'm i'm coming up on six months and i'm down um almost 40 pounds Hell yeah, of dude. fat and um you guys are looking at me i'm put together pretty well now yeah, right. and i hit the gym every day sometimes twice a day i'm running again i'm jumping i'm doing things that my um pain management therapist said i probably should never do again and all this stuff's helping all this stuff from vintage muscle is helping you get there well that's what's got me there. that's awesome <clears throat> now obviously you have to eat right you have to yeah, make yeah. sure you stay on a routine you have to listen to your body take some you know i take um a handful of um my kids call it my grandpa stack which is just a bunch of um random uh other supplements yeah. you know vitamins, vitamins minerals well, huh? that, that kind of stuff so um but I can, you you got to feed the body, yep. um, and vintage muscle products help you feel ambitious, if you will. I call it my liquid ambition, and then it feeds the body, helps you sustain muscle, helps you lose uh, adipose um, tissue and weight if if that's what you're looking for. And we have products that women can take too, and so it's nice. kind of really a cool uh, ecosystem that that we have with vintage muscle. And and um, about a year ago. Uh, somebody had come to Jared and said, hey, man, we, we want to create this minor league football league. Um, you want a part of it? Well, that fell apart, and he starts calling me up because I'm the head coach rebuilding a, a local club up in Logan. And, and he says, hey, man, I got some questions. And we kind of start talking and stuff, and I'm working construction. And one day I stop in to grab my my next set of care package, if you will. Yeah. I'm talking to him, and he goes, give me a number. And so him and I kind of sorted out what it would take for me to sit down and help him with both the Senate and um, take a, a bunch of the load off of him for vintage muscle because we're growing so fast. And so um, when you have a good product, it sells itself, right? Yeah, that's right. And you got a huge group. I mean, you, like, you just let me into the community. And there's 15,000 people, 14,000 people in that thing right now. Oh, dude, awesome, and it's dude. a great I'm community. Sure that's not everybody, but so yeah, I, no. I, I'd imagine it helps your mental mental aspect too because obviously when you work out your mind feels clear yeah but like what what was it when you started taking that was like a a big difference between other stuff you're taking what what would you say for people that are thinking about taking it or getting on the program you know what's the biggest benefit that you personally noticed or and then you can go into what people have told you benefits them as well um i think collectively across the board you're gonna see one of two answers um the first one is um i feel i generally feel better and less fatigued so low t creates a lot of um, other hormonal issues um, to include with thyroid and some other things right and so what you find is that once you start to bring that back up in a level where it belongs that the body um reacts really well 
to that and starts to feel really good, right? That's why I call it my liquid ambition, man. And and we've um, noticed that that's kind of the biggest thing is like, dude, it makes me feel good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now from a from a medical standpoint, if you will, um, it's it's feeding the muscles, it's helping the muscles recover, it's suppressing other types of um, hormones for a period of time to allow a balance in what. And that's ultimately what you're trying to do, right? With hormone therapy is to, to balance things out so that you kind of have this good mixture in your body of all these different hormones. And when those are balanced and right, your body does the things it's supposed to do really effectively. Um, but we have to help it get there. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's what our stuff does. So for me, I, I did notice the first few weeks that it was the recovery. I mean, I could sleep nine hours uh, before taking vintage muscle and still wake up feeling like I got hit by a truck. Um, within the first two weeks of taking the vintage muscle, um, products, I personally noticed that I was waking up and feeling fresh. Like I was sleeping six hours and feeling more alive and fresh and ready to conquer the day than before when I was sleeping nine hours, waking up, feeling like I was hit by a truck. And I think that's kind of a collective, those two answers are, are pretty common. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to get into the football and then I want to come back around to vintage muscle because I want I want to try and connect the two yeah. together with I'd imagine football players wake up feeling like crap after a game or getting beat up. Um, so let's let's switch to football. Um, let's first promote your tryouts because I know that there are probably uh, hundreds of people that don't know about the team yet and from the comments I read on your Facebook page, you know, people are asking, hey, can I come try out if I didn't play college or if I've never played or so what are the requirements? What do they need to do in order to try out? When are they? Where are they? All the info for the tryout. <clears throat> so great question. So that was, there's um, a plethora of questions in that. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna, I usually I'm ask to, my questions with like five or six questions. Yeah, awesome. No, that's great, guys. I, I uh, start with the basics. Um, we want as many athletes um, to come out as we can get. And, and there's a reason for that. We believe that um, there's a need for what we call pro development. Now, you have that with baseball, i.e. the Bs, right? Yeah. And you have that with G League, yep. right? Yeah, that's Where, what I wanted to ask you is, like, this, is this a building level right Right. and so that's kind of we're trying to fill a need yeah and we feel like we kind of get to double dip because we don't have a pro team in a legitimate pro team in state of utah so we're like hey we're going to build up this pro development which is what we're we're saying and we're going to say we're going to bring as many good athletes that maybe think they still have an opportunity to go do something um and we're going to help develop them we're going to coach them we're going to help teach them how to market themselves on social media we're going to teach them how to be member uh, viable members of their local communities through um charitable uh type events um we're we're gonna we're gonna kind of teach these guys what it takes to be a pro athlete athlete yeah um and specifically football as we're all football lovers right Mm -hmm. and so that was kind of the idea behind it and in the process of that we get to um, tie it to something that is our um bread and butter which is vintage muscle and and by doing that we get to take our um business and allow it to feed our hobby that we believe in and all the while turn it back into the community, local Utah that's the benefits goal, us. Right. Yeah, right. That's the goal. Right. It's kind sure. of the same thing that we had the idea for the podcast. Like yeah. 
we, we've been trying to figure out how to feed each other business, but also connect the community. And so it's just yeah. like, and then you, you know, meet people like you and build relationships and it spreads and we help each other. So yeah, sure. I think we're all pretty much on the same page. Yeah. And I'm a total homer. I mean, I, I was born and raised <laughs> in Utah and oh, yeah. moved yeah. away, came back, moved away, came back. I mean, I'm, I just can't seem to get away from Utah and I always come back to, you know, I think that, that we get missed. Um, oh yeah. You know, a lot of different, all of it, a dude. lot of it. Yeah. Trust and so, so, well, I think it's catching we, on, especially in real estate. Cause the market's just booming right well, dude, now. Like they were talking, cause we, my wife and I are big baseball fans and they were like, I don't love the A's, but the A's were talking about moving. Yeah, and they were thinking about Utah, and I was like, I, please do man. Right. Like, give me some baseball in this. Like I love the bees and Raptors, but well, and I think there's more diversity nice. where it's like, you know, not as big as Sundays and yeah. not being able to play. And worrying. I don't think that's, I think that's a myth, bro. I think if you put a, like yeah. a Sunday on, <laughs> It, it would be game time. but Well, it, I think that uh, a piece of it, too, when you don't have an organization like that dumping, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars back into the community, both mm-hmm. in tax revenue or um, in charitable stuff, that you start to see where um, we miss on our community. Yeah. Um, for example, we just partnered up. Um, Salt Lake Senate Football has just partnered up with Boone Brothers Camps. Um, and we love those guys, and um, I've known Aaron and Jesse Boone for quite some time, and, and they're incredible dudes, and their whole thing is about helping our kids fall in love say, with football. Is that a football. youth camp? Yeah, it's yeah. a youth camp. Yeah, I saw, I saw Well, that. Clearfield, the, the city that I grew up in, they totally did away with their little league. We're bringing that back. Are you? You're good. Yeah. Salt Lake Senate, so we just got involved with some of that stuff, too. That's awesome. um, any of these communities that we know are missing – that um we're we're partnering up to kind of create some clubs and to do some stuff that way too so there's so much stuff in the works i am probably going to mix and match it in this podcast but we've i mean it's endless the things that we want to do and who we want to partner with to keep football alive and and we feel you know you've got guys like luke falk Britton covey um Taysom hill i mean these are all yeah i mean yeah Taysom's from pocatello but that's our backyard right yeah Mm -hmm. and so we feel like in this area our demographic that we we can help get people to that next level and we have a lot of college athletes that are at weber state and utah state and some of those yeah. places that we just feel are not getting looked at fair look. time right? well the, yeah, fair look or whatever yeah. they just needed more time to mature so they can come in with us and we help them again develop them into pros and and try and get them what they need to um even if we could get a guy for example that is making you know 25k a year working at mcdonald's yeah. but he's a stellar athlete yeah yeah um, maybe he couldn't cut it at the junior like college the Darren, level right? Dellen waller store yeah. the tight end for the raiders sure. now he, and know. we we take this guy and we bring him in and we get him on a practice squad somewhere for five years and he's making 100k a year on the practice squad or something That'd you know awesome. what i mean <laughs> so something like that is is where we say that's a success story. Yeah. They don't have to be a big time name in the NFL, but just yeah. to get these guys out of obscurity and into a place where they can provide for their families well and they can move, do what they love to do and make decent money doing yeah. it, well, that's, that's like, the idea. That's kind of like the UFC, right? Like the UFC is getting competition like crazy now with like Bellator and a few other names. P- PFL. All those other ones. And it's like these can, other yeah. leagues are opening because you can't, it's, they can't get their name out there fast enough. And there's fighters all over the world that are wanting to fight and wanting to fight more often, and they got to wait till they can get a UFC one. And now all of a sudden these other leagues are popping, and it's kind of the same thing, right? Like you guys are giving people opportunity. They're like, I'm still in my prime. I'm still ready to play, but I need a league to play for. And you guys are giving that opportunity for it. Well, and we're hoping to build an, an actual minor league league. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah as part like right of now, that, right? What is it? Your guys is called the Gridiron Development Football League, right? Yep. That's what you and guys so play for. That's, or, that, and that's a league that is um, 
predominantly semi-pro, okay. but they're top echelon, top ranked nationally type clubs. So um, talent wise, they're, they're going to be comparable to what we're doing now. We're fortunate enough to have Vintage Muscle as our umbrella helping fund contracts and stuff, you know, like um, for our players. We get- so maybe I'm a little confused on it. So then are you looking to, so you have the team and you are part of the GDFL right now, but are you guys looking to build your entirely own league? We're looking, we're, we're looking like, at, X, like the XFL, like the rock, right? XFL would be considered pro. Okay. Um, we want to build an entire league that is pro development. Okay. Minor league. And are you thinking this nationwide? Uh, is that the we're we're thinking we're going to take it one step at a time and kind of see yeah. what we do. Yeah, I, I mean, I hate to put the, the <laughs> cart before the horse right, right, on this definitely. situation. So right now we're kind of in, in a situation where we feel like we are um, going to be the um, flagship Nice. You know, the the proof of market or whatever mm-hmm. type um, proof of concept, however you want to say it, for the entire building of it. And so in order to make that work, then we feel we've got to do it right. And so we're well, going to do it slow and steady. Yeah. Why do you think key. that hasn't been done yet? Because it's with it's there with Major League Baseball. It's there with even the NHL. Like, they've got the Ogden Mustangs. Um, it's there with NBA. Why hasn't it been done with the NFL yet. Seriously. That's that's a question we kind of scratch our heads and ask each other at least once a week. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I don't know that there's a good answer for that. Um, yeah. Maybe some economist or something could sit down and punch a bunch of numbers and be like, well, it wouldn't make sense for the NFL to sponsor something like that. And they won't. Yeah. Um, at least not now. Yeah. Um, in the future, maybe. But then again, you have a bunch of competition. You know, you have the US, USFL, which is trying to create a... Um, pro-ish kind of league back east out of Birmingham. You've got um, the XFL, um, Ed McMahon and, and The Rock are trying to get that going. Let's say, is that one? And then 2024. 2024, I think, is when that's that forever ago. So, anyways. But, but yeah, and so then we, you know, and then we have the NFL. And then yeah. you have, you know, you used to have NFL Europe and you have the CFL and, you you know, there's a, an arena league team a day that pops up here or there or whatever. And we're just kind of like the blaze did it where we wanted something that could feed the community you know the garf garf foundation did a great job with that and we just kind of want to piggyback off all these other organizations that really did it right they did it good for utah we want to do the same thing and and we think that we can establish that it's a doable thing in markets like ours in salt lake city and then there are other cities across the country they're in the same shape just you know sioux falls south dakota or something like that right just as an example yeah So I I see the tryouts are at Zion's Bank Training Center. Um, Are you guys having your games there? Where will the games be played? Or is that just for the tryouts? We we have not locked down um, a home venue yet. Um, We played out of um, Ogden High School last year, a couple of home games there. Um, We're hoping to have a front-loaded home game schedule um, this year and we're working we're we're in talks with Rio Tinto Stadium cool um, we're talking about some other options um, potential to maybe use Weber State or maybe hi, like Highland High School or I something. vote Weber State because it's closer to us oh, yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. but ideally we would want something that we can maybe get into that um, would help us generate a long-term partnership with some other uh things we may want to do down the road so Rio Tinto is kind of a wish list thing so but, is that your big one but it's 
um, if we don't get a partnership worked out, yeah, Yeah. if we don't get a partnership worked out with them, it gets pretty expensive. And so, um, we kind of have to get stuck with it. And, and who knows, we could end up at Harriman high school. It's a beautiful little stadium. It's kind of centrally located. It's a good opportunity for a lot of people to make it to a game. Well, all Um, these new high schools that are popping up, they're building some magnificent stadiums. The Ben Lomond high school. Have you seen seen that? Uh Is it nice? So I was interviewing for a, basketball coach position before it was built i know the athletic director and um i just said hey when it was finished can i come check it out it is amazing like it feels like a college have you been up to uh wasatch high school no dude there's this there's this kind of like whoa so there's a bunch of them you know um harriman wasatch i mean like you said ben loman the new lehigh stadium's pretty fly I mean, there's yeah. a bunch of them all over the high, highland. I mean, we could go on for days. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, they're popping up all over the yeah. place. Uh, what was that, Sky Ridge up on the mountain there at the point of the mountain? Mm-hmm. Dude, mm-hmm. their stadium's pretty. That's awesome. So there's there's opportunities for us to utilize stadiums that um, would afford us plenty of seating, I think, in, in kind of going into our second yeah. year. and um, Plus, it's got to be very beneficial for the schools. But it is. We match as good as it is. And, and we want, again, we want to partner with as much of the community as we can and that includes especially schools because of the yeah. kids right how young how young could they play on your team like what if there's a all-star high school kid that wants to play at the same time is that possible with you guys uh no we so because of the ncaa's rules on eligibility mm-hmm. um we really shy away from the younger guys gotcha. we're looking for that dude that maybe spent two years at junior college and really mm-hmm. just didn't do much because he struggled in school and he just was not focused yeah. or yep. he got in some trouble and got last chance out. to you <laughs> yeah so we're kind of that opportunity for these guys right nice. where, where they're like they've already burnt up their eligibility or they don't have any plans of um executing the last bit of eligibility that's left and we would bring them in and then we can give them a paid contract if they're good enough and we oh, can yeah. help them promote their own brand and get them to the next level and that's kind of what we the niche we want to stay in guys that maybe we expected to have a a draft day um pick and they went into camp and didn't get quite you know they ended up getting cut out like aaron wade from uh utah state for instance from a year a few years ago he was an absolute stud for them and um he was with the browns for a, a minute and it didn't quite work out for him and so he's a starting safety and we've actually got him helping us with defensive backs development and stuff nice. too and so is he's he the one that did that tiktok that was that had all the different uh clips with it like if you can hit like this uh no that <laughs> <laughs> that was funny no, he's he is a defensive back as well and he's yeah. absolutely incredible and that kid's yeah no he's um and their names escape me a little bit because I'm not yeah. directly. He played um, at Utah State, I believe. I don't know. I, I, I can't remember his yeah, name either. Uh, um, but, yeah, he's, we've got a bunch of great personalities like that. Um, and Aaron Wade is the one who posted that. Yeah. But um, it wasn't Aaron Wade that, that did the video. Yeah. But, he, uh, but, yeah, we've got a bunch of great guys like that. We had um, um, the kid Appleby that went to USC um, mm-hmm. was in with us for a few games last season. Um, ended up injuring his shoulders. Um, we're hoping to get him back. We've got just guys all over the place that we think are going to be have great opportunities past us, nice. and that's the goal uh, to get players and coaches to the next level. Yeah, so. I, I think you guys are on the right track because from from a real estate standpoint, you see all this change happening in the state of Utah. You got the Jazz picking up Dwayne Wade, which is a huge name. If you watch ESPN lately, they talk about the Jazz or Utah teams like football, um, BYU, like nationally. So 
I, I'm, I would imagine ESPN pays attention to the numbers and where the, you know, population's going. But um, I think Utah's been so far behind for so long yeah. that it's, it's finally catching up. And, like, the, the biggest thing as a real estate agent is people think the market's going to crash. And it's like, dude, the market here is so strong. There's dude, so many I gotta jobs. i got to put my two cents on that, man. I, the, there's too many people. There's too there, many there people. is too Where many people. Where you fit all the people, man? And they're fleeing. They're fleeing California at like a thirty-three percent exodus rate. Like they're yeah. running out of that state <laughs> down here. And same thing with New York. So it's like, where are you going to put them all? So I just when people say it's going to crash, knock on wood, but I don't see that big crash coming anytime soon. I don't either. And, and that's it's a beautiful the, state to live in, man. The, like Utah is the best. Yeah, you know? I've li- like you said, you've lived other places. I've lived in Hawaii and the East Coast, and you always come back. And like when you come back and see the mountains, just like wow. And I feel like the that people are catching on, but that's why I'm saying you guys are on the right track. You're kind of right before the wave. Yeah. I mean, the waves are started, but that's, you're jumping in at the right time. I think you're going to hit it right on the head, man. Well, and that's, yeah, the timing is everything. Right. And and we believe that, um, while nobody else has got the nuts to do what we're doing right now, I mean, in layman's terms, right. Mm -hmm. Um, nobody's willing to do it and and everybody wants to buy it pre-built and, or pay for it and kind of, you know, force it in. And for us, we're like, Hey, we're just going to take it a little at a time. We're going to, um, set it up in a way that is sustainable year to year, build it on its own budget, help it pay for itself. Um, and then just minimally, um, offset, uh, operational costs initially with uh, vintage muscle. Yeah. And so we think that if we do it right, that not only do we have kind of a concept to help other teams throughout the country that are trying to do the same thing and other, you know, business owners that are like, Hey, I would love to be the owner of a minor league pro yeah. team, you know? Yeah. Um, and so we hope that maybe we can be the team that, that helps establish that this is kind of the base ground rules on how you do it and it's going to take you five years but here's what you get when you're done yeah right and so we we want to try and make sure that we um be patient with the thing and we get you know i'm i'm i want it now yeah oh yeah and we all want it now and we're everybody that'll hurt you at the beginning though man (laughs) you gotta be patient and that's a hard and that's a hard go for us yeah because we see so many opportunities for what we could be doing both within our communities and and how we can bring some some um notoriety to utah and some different things uh that we believe in um but you kind of have to let it run its course right let it let it formulate organically yeah so let's bring it back to vintage muscle and connect it with football i'd imagine with your athletes you either recommend it i'm sure you can't just require it how many of your athletes are on vintage muscle and what's the biggest difference that they tell you they notice so we have a few that are on it, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not going to say any names. They can they can tell you themselves because right. they are considered um, performance enhancing. Um, they're outlawed in the NFL, they have Major League Baseball, and some of those different things. But what we have found is we have a few guys that are on them, um, and some of these guys were being guys that were maybe hard gainers, right? Mm-hmm. Had a hard time genetically um, putting weight on, or muscle weight, or strength, or something like that, and they're able to utilize our products and um, kind of step over that plateau and then they wean themselves off over time and that's something that we honestly we don't know why the products themselves are considered banned in those industries but yeah um i don't get to make those rules they do (laughs) in my league they won't be uh and then we have but you know really the guys that we see benefit the most are 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 athletes dads right 
or guys that are like our coaches, coaching staff, guys like me, right? I've, yeah. I've got uh, six kids at home, two, two from a previous Dang. marriage. So I have eight kids total. And, and we, um, you know, I have quality of life is a big deal for me. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I struggle to work eight, nine hours, 10 hours. Now that I'm in this position, 40 hours day, a day, yeah. 40 hours a day. And, yeah, um, but no, we, you know, we struggle to have that energy to go do the stuff that we want to do uh, after we work or after you go and do this or that. Then it's like the kids need your time. And I got kids from age 16 all the way down to four. And Holy so, cow. Right. and we got at any given time, I got five of them in some given extracurricular activity. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to be available as a dad, you know, and that's a big thing that um, nationwide that we're missing and why so many of our athletes are or not finding success as single parent homes, right? So yeah. we believe in our household that you, a daddy needs to show up and do what he needs to do to yeah. be involved. Yeah. And I didn't have the quality of life because it felt like garbage. And well, I think I think that there's huge demographic across the country that feels the same way. Oh, I can yeah. It's like to talk on the low T, dude. Low T, I, I have that, and that'll that'll put you in the dirt, man. Yeah, like you I remember will be you tired and sloppy yeah, and lazy, wow. and like, dude, your brain is foggy. And I got on a supplement for that, and it's, like, night and day. Weren't you on it, like, had to wear an oxygen thing at night? Dude, yeah, so I had CPAP. I had a CPAP uh, yeah, mask yeah. at one point. I don't wear it anymore, but I put on a little too much weight, and it, like, got weight around my neck, and it caused, uh, what's that called? Uh, Strangled you to death? No, it's, <laughs> I put too much weight on my neck, so it, it caused it where I start, where you snore really oh, loud, where yeah. that old man disease is. I have that now. <laughs> Sleep apnea? Yeah, thank you. Sleep apnea, and so I had to wear the mask. But come to find out, dude, I got on testosterone replacement stuff, and that went that went away like huh. overnight and so yeah to talk on that like if that's what your supplements help out with man that's huge that's ki- that's killer well yeah. and ours and ours are a little easier to help level out you know with the trt which is the needle in the butt if you will yep. that you get from the doctor yeah um you kind of you see these um peaks and valleys plus it's replacement right we're not replacing what we're doing is we're trying to convince receptors to do or don't do things that we either do or don't want them to do right um and our products each kind of have their own use we have like dry gainers wet gainers we have some stuff that is um kind of formulated to help with more of the joints and recovery we have a sleep aid we have all kinds of fun stuff we have stuff that helps with um h uh human growth the hormone that our body naturally Mm -hmm. helps us to absorb and utilize that while we're sleeping and we have we have products that kind of do a little bit of everything and it's a little more sustainable and the nice thing is is for a gent that is on uh trt they take Mm -hmm. our stuff and it helps keep that level even as they start on that down downhill slide of it before they get their next injection nice and so you know we are able to help these guys and, and i know some guys that have um completely stopped taking their trt because yeah. they don't like the needles. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm one of those guys that would never take the needle. Yeah. I would just, I'd be like, I guess I'm just going to suck forever because I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. So um, so it's nice to have a product like what we have and to be a local product out of Logan, Utah. Um, and so we, I was born, man. Yeah. So Love Logan. We, yeah. We believe, in, we believe in what we've got and we believe that um, us old broken up athletes, you know, I played semi-pro ball for like 15 years. And so just beat up and it's nice to be yeah. able to have something that kind of brings me back to some semblance of my 20s yeah what is the what does the football day look like for you so you're the gm right are you do you ever, do you ever throw a ball or anything anymore or are you just oh, yeah. doing all the behind the scenes making it fly 
Oh yeah, I, I you know, with great power comes great responsibility, and <laughs> and with great power comes great power, and yeah. and part of that is I get to go dink around whenever I want to as well, right? And oh yeah. The nice the nice thing about it is is if we have anything going on, I get to be a part of it, nice. um, and I get to go out and mess around with the athletes, and I get to go. A lot of these guys played for me in other capacities, um, as I'm part owner of Logan Stampede um, and the general manager up with that semi-pro club and that's kind of my little personal hobby right and we've kind of flipped it on its head and so I get to go out there and help coach and do some different things with all this different stuff so I'm always going to be a part of football and I remember the dream I was just talking to uh, Melissa the other day which is my better half and I was just telling her I said you know it's funny how I spent half my life trying to figure out how I was going to get football to pay pay my bills right and here I am football's paying my bills and and so and it kind of just happened right I was still working construction swinging a hammer doing remodels whatever and then all of a sudden my dream job falls on my plate just kind of on a friendly conversation and we were able to make the money work out for both of us so there's a benefit to both uh myself and the organizations and puts me in a situation where football gets to pay my bills yeah that's right so talking on that like how involved were you with the whole creation of the team like did you name everything like what so i I didn't have a lot to do with the actual name and branding in in terms of that um I came in more as kind of that quiet consultant, like, hey, what do you think about this, coach? What would, what would you do if this was where you were at and this and that? And, and honestly, the first year was a little bit of a, a great learning opportunity yeah, for us. Curve. Yeah, oh, yeah. man, it was great. And and I got to do that kind of on the side as just a friend. Um, nice. Jared, Jared hit me up a little bit about this and that, and he would kind of call me and pick my brain on stuff and say, well, what would you think about this? Or he'd just vent, no, this – MF did that or yeah. what, you know what I mean? And, and, and so we kind of had an opportunity to kind of be a part of that. And I don't know how much influence I had on anything, to be honest. Um, you but clearly, now you're clearly had not, yeah, yes, clearly had not. And, and, you know, Jared's brilliant in the fact that he knows how to, he knows how to put good people around him. Yeah. And, and so it's humbling to know that he considers me one of those people that he can, um, surround himself with, that he feels confident in kind of cutting the reins loose and saying, Hey man, you drive this, drive yep. this coach up the road. And, and we've, um, got a lot of great people on the team. You know, we've got, uh, Manny Ogana. Um, he's, I can't, what can I not say about Is he that a marketing guy? guy? Yeah. Marketing Maybe, guy. Well, yeah. you got to yeah, talk about yeah, He's yeah. incredible. I mean, he's long winded, but man, he's brilliant. And, awesome. um, he makes me look really good. So nice. I really like him. We have, um, brand ambassadors, um, for vintage muscle that do a lot of work for us. Um, we've got, head coach uh ups and downs that is um a complete workhorse as well and he's brilliant and he's great with the guys and and i think he's going to find a lot of success and i i think he's driven to really create something special for utah um he's not necessarily a native but he loves the community he's been here for a bunch a bunch of years and real solid guy prior service guy much like myself that just wants to see something beautiful come out of utah and to be kind of the first team you know knock on wood as we get closer but to be to do something that everybody else has talked about doing and not done which is build a a minor league professional football team in the state of utah 11 man yeah is it's going to be kind of cool put your name on that and i think we're all we I, i mean if you're paid for 40 we're putting 80 in at least every week you know what i mean 
So that's good. So what's your what's your process of recruiting? Is it just tryouts? Like, how are you guys getting people to come? Obviously, you have a team already. So we have a staff. We have a staff um, that has some recruiting requirements. So they're reaching out to some of these athletes, like we said, that we believe really have a good shot at getting to the next level. Mm-hmm. And we're reaching out to them and saying, hey, we could be your shot. Let's, you know, come out and see what we, what, you know, if you fit us and all that kind of stuff. So they're out recruiting guys from all over the country, really, um, trying to get them in. And then we do a tryout process to kind of fill those holes yeah. where we can't fill them. And okay. the tryout process... Um, operates in two ways for us the first the first thing is um it gives uh, all of our players that we knew from last year's roster that we were going to re-sign this year anyways um it gives them an opportunity to go set the standard in an nfl combine style event um so that gives us some gradables that we can ship forward to you know andy reed or whoever right and say hey man this is our guy you're this is your guy you look at him he graded out really well at our combine and we're giving them a lot of the same gradables they look at uh, for the NFL draft. And the second purpose is that um, we get to have them, uh, again, set the bar for other athletes. So we know these guys are studs. We know these guys are NFL caliber type talents. Um, we put them back through a rigorous tryout process so that they can set the bar for um, incoming athletes and understand that this is what you're up against. This is what you're working yeah, for. That's cool. And and it kind of gives us some, a side-by-side assessment on other athletes yeah. in terms of what we believe will help us win because winning kind of solves a lot of problems. And if you want a community to back you, you need to have a bunch of W's, W's on that yeah. schedule. Yeah. And so we really, we, we're really fighting to make sure that we get people out to our games and help sustain it financially. Because honestly, if we could just break even every year, yeah. we're gold. That's, yeah. that's our ultimate goal. The break even, give back to the community and drive some guys into a better situation. So, Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, so I coach basketball at Bonneville High. It's the same thing. We have a girl that is in theater and she's like, hey, I really want to try out, but I can't make it to tryouts because, you know, I've got theater. And, and so... We're like, well, do we do a private tryout? But it's it's so hard to tell talent just by yourself. It's like I want to see how you play and it, how you read the game and how you interact with other girls because that's that's a huge part of being a teammate. It's it's not an individual sport. If it was golf or something, yeah, let's go do a tryout. So I, I think it's awesome that you bring people that are on the team and and compare them to like. Hey, this is this is who you're playing against. This isn't just like right. some crappy league, and you're just going to come walk on or something. And and from a coach's standpoint and manager standpoint, it's great for you guys too because then you evaluate it before you actually bring someone on and say, "Oh, what the heck did we do with this this guy?" Like we, sh- you know, sure. Why do you make the team? Sure. And you know, the thing is, is there's within a hundred miles of here, there's probably a dozen semi-pro clubs. Some are really good. Some are not. Um, and we know that a bunch of those dudes are playing semi-pro because they still have it in their head that they could go do something, yeah. right? Well, all we're doing is we're giving them, instead of Grandpa's Beer League, now we're giving them a legitimate <laughs> stepping stone, right? <laughs> and, and, I mean, now semi-pro has kind of changed over the last decade or so, but it's still to an extent in some of these other communities, smaller communities, southeast Idaho, you know, some of the more rural areas in Utah that have them, Colorado, so on and so forth. 
they're still kind of grandpa's beer leagues. You got yeah. a bunch of 50-year-old dudes that drink beer every night out there trying to play ball, push or pushing guys around. It's like, dude, there's a reason you used to be a running back and are now a center, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, so we want to try and say, hey, we love that stuff, right? That's where we're going to be able to say, hey, man, look what this guy did last year on this semi-pro team. Maybe get him out to a tryout, and we can recruit from there as well. And, and we, want, we, we love our semi-pro. Um, I love football in general, so anything related to that is going to be great. But, again, we, we want to make sure that we're um, conducting ourselves as a professional organization because that's what we are. And so the expectation on how we operate needs to be professional. Yeah, we expect yeah. that from our athletes. We expect that from our front office. We expect that from our coaching staff. And we expect that from the ownership. And so we kind of manage all aspects of that in that under that mindset that we are going to be the ultimate professional organization when it comes to minor league football or minor league anything. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. uh, So vintage muscle is kind of the, it's definitely the big dog behind the scenes, but speaking on all that and growing you guys, do you guys have any big sponsors that you're talking to that are on the way? Can you talk about that yet or Uh, right right now we got a bunch of stuff in the works. Um, I'm a little superstitious that you don't, you know, don't count your eggs until they're actually in the basket kind of thing. So, so I'm not, but to speak to that, we got a lot of opportunities in front of us. We're, we're talking to a lot of people. Um, you know, again, Manny, he's an absolute just animal and he's, he's a genius. And some of the, yeah, I see uh, several emails a week, um, that he's reaching out to people that I would never dreamt of even thinking to reach out to. And he's in an email thread with them all of a sudden in conversations. So he's, you know, he's really working hard from his end. Um, we're working with influencers on the vintage muscle side that we believe will also help us on the on the um, Salt Lake Senate side. Again, yeah. we're partnering with um, amazing people like uh, Jesse and Aaron Boone, you know, and, and I know Jesse's um, I want to say he's the president of the Ron McBride Foundation. And so he's a great connection for a local community connection. Um, I, I mean, I could go on for days about what we're trying to do. But again, at the end of the day, the money is kind of a means to the end for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we believe in creating any opportunity we can to extent of when we have anything to associate or host the camp that we're, our name is atta- attached to. These kids are going to get season tickets. Yeah. I mean, if they're going to they're going to spend twenty five or a hundred dollars or whatever it ends up being for the particular camp, they're going to come out to it. Man, they need some swag. They yeah. need to go see some football. They yeah. need to be excited yeah. about things that are Utah uh, athletics. And so we, we'll, we'll be hitting kids with, with a um, season pass. You know, Now, obviously, there's a back door to that that we, we believe we can get their parents to pay for tickets when they bring them. <laughs> and so that helps us sustain the program and allows us to feed the kids, too. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of the ultimate goal is to feed the community. And it starts with our youth. So I I think the the big challenge that you guys have is getting the community behind you. It it funds you, getting people out, support. You obviously have seen the Jazz have huge support. You've got Utah Youth Football. You've got BYU, Weber State now with Coach Jay Hill. And then Dyson has also joined, which he played in the NFL. Um, so you and and even we were or not we were Utah State, State. Uh, Utah State they've mm-hmm. had a few players go to the NFL. So you've we, got you've got Snow College down south. Snow it's College always in a conversation for a junior college national championship. I mean we've got yeah so we've got plenty of competition for crap to do, but we're kind of a summer thing, yeah, which is great for us. So our games are going to be played you know between June and June July time frame and like September, and so we we kind of take up right after the basketball season and we 
don't stop until right before the, the high school football season. And so that we kind of meet this summer niche that yeah. we think that um, we're in a good spot where we can um, draw people in. And yeah, but we do need uh, community support, and that's our biggest thing, right? But that's what I wanted to hit on is, is like, what can you tell the community? Hey, why, why should we get behind this football team now? And how are you going to bring the, all those different teams and the support they have? Because I feel like it's a great opportunity to pull people in from those other places and get them behind you. I mean, you got the Ogden Raptors, he, Raptors here that, you know, have done well. They got diehard fans, man. Yeah, yeah. You, you go to those games and they're the same people, you yeah. know, screaming and yelling. So... I imagine it being the same for you guys, you know, getting people that love the game, either either from Utah, BYU, Weber State, Logan. I mean, what what do you want to uh, convey to the community on like what what is the the vibe going to be when they come and watch one of these games? So I I guess we would hope, right? And this is kind of where we're working at. We would hope that you know entertainment value is there. I mean, mm-hmm. you go to watch uh, an NFL game and you got nosebleed seats. You can't even see the number on the dude's jerseys. Yeah. We, we don't want to be that big. Um, yeah. Truth be told, we want it to be a more community-friendly environment where the kids can get into it and where um, we hang out on the field after the game and the kids can come down and get interview or get That's um, cool. autographs and hang out with the players and stuff. And these are all guys that um, you know could potentially be the guy on Sunday night with an MVP trophy, you know, I mean, we don't know that or we do whatever, but, um, that's the ultimate goal. And, and we, that's kind of the, what we're looking for is the quality there. And, and one thing that we, um, see at the semi-pro level, which, you know, a lot of people really love that stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but what you see is you see somebody's in a foul mood because his old lady, made him mad before he showed up to the game and now he's throwing punches by halftime <laughs> right and and so that's something that we absolutely will have zero tolerance for moving forward and and um we want an atmosphere that is extremely family friendly we're not going to hear a bunch of f-bombs all the time and we're not going to have guys you know kicking over benches throwing fits like like spoiled children and and so we want to make sure that everything that we do is built around the fact that you can bring your your um, wife and kids to a game with you at and be able to enjoy it and everybody enjoy it and we'll do yeah. things that um you know we're really right now i'm working up a, a halftime regiment that is really cool yeah. um so that you come there and you can see guys swallowing fire and throwing girls in the air or whatever it is right and we have something that everybody's like dude that's really cool yeah like i don't oh, get yeah. this at the bees intermission you know talking about this so. reminds me of have you heard of the savannah bananas that sounds like something you shouldn't talk about on the radio. No, <laughs> no so it, it's they've taken baseball, and you know baseball now is so hard to watch. Even the World Series, like you turn it on, and my grandpa loves baseball, and he's like, "Man, this is so slow and boring." So Savannah Bananas, I, I love it. <laughs> they're they're in Atlanta, but they they basically took the entertainment aspect of the game or like halftime or in between innings and threw it into the game. So like their players are required to be able to break dance. Really? It's crazy. And so it, it pissed a lot of like purists. We're not going to do that just for yeah. the record. <laughs> yeah. I, it just made me think of it. There's a lot of purist baseball players that it upset because it's yeah. like you're ruining the game, but it brought so many families out because it was basically entertainment. Now they still play baseball and they still you know keep score yeah. and it's a league and everything well, that seems pretty yeah. family friendly you know like yeah. i want to go to a game but my 
but my kids are like baseball yeah, bat, right? Right. So, and I think the same thing, right? And I and I hate to sound too stereotypical here, but my old lady doesn't know jack about football, but what <laughs> I haven't taught her, right? And even yeah. then, she's like, yeah, yeah, home run, okay, babe. I'm like, no, <laughs> babe, it's a touchdown, right? <laughs> um, um, you know. But she so. We, her and I don't see eye to eye, but she's, she loves to go to the game because yeah. of how excited me and the kids get on them and stuff like that. And so what we want to do is, is have an atmosphere where everybody can kind of have some entertainment value to include, you know, I've had, you know, we're working on some stuff to maybe get some of, um, the state championship dance and cheer teams, yeah. and, you know, nice. stuff like that out to do some halftime events and stuff and just bring them in. Maybe we make some donations to their, to their respected clubs and stuff and trying to keep those things going and, and give the opportunity to be seen by a larger audience. Right. And so those are things that we talk about all the time about building into our halftime stuff, things yeah. that people want to come see and want to support and want to get behind. Yeah. So that's awesome. So I'm, I'm looking at your website right now. It looks like you have Senate gear coming soon. Cause I personally, I want some, I want like a hoodie or a hoodie. t-shirt to, to rock. So when, when, is when is the gear coming for our listeners so that they can start buying your stuff and repping it around the state? That is a great question. I'm our, our biggest challenge right now is supply channel stuff. As you guys have kind of yeah, noticed, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's a nightmare. And so what we're trying to do is figure out how do we put a decent hoodie. I mean, I could order from China tomorrow and have it in three weeks, but you know, I, I, that's not my goal. My goal is to find something um, local that is sustainable for us that we can um, put a decent product to you guys. So if you're listening to this and you're local and can hook him up, uh, the time. his contact info yeah, yeah. will be in the description. There you go. Yeah. I mean, we, we want to do it. Obviously it needs to be affordable. Um, cause we, we do need to, the whole purpose of us having swag is not just branding. I mean, we need to be able to generate some revenue there to help offset operational costs. I mean, unfortunately you don't get to do this stuff for free. I can't just yeah. go, Hey man, we're going to go to whatever XXX venue and it's free. No, yeah. they're going to charge you out the, you know what, because they're in business to make money and yeah. that's the ultimate goal. And so like I said, for us, we have to be able to sustain what we're doing. Um, and we use, you know, swag as one of those things for us, both, both for branding and for generation of, um, maybe some petty, penny monies to yeah. put towards, you know, events or whatever. And so, Definitely. Um, there's that for sure. And then we're always looking for sponsorships and donations and things like that. And we have an entire packet put together and what that looks like. Um, and, you know, we're just excited that the people like you guys are seeing us and going, dude, this is a really cool yeah. idea, right? Yeah, dude. Well, then I, talk on that too, like on the, back to what you're saying about the stadiums and stuff. Like I'll have to BS with you after this about, we have a mobile trailer for our axe throwing. Yeah, so that, I, I thought about that on bring the it way down there here. For like some stadium entertainment, like not halftime or nothing, but like on the outskirts, you know, when you go to the bathroom. Yeah, like tailgating. We need to get you guys to do a play-by-play. Oh, dude. Oh, we're man. In on that. We were talking <laughs> yeah. about that. We'd love to do live ones. So we'll That'd have be to, so fun. We'll have to have a conversation yeah. off air. And, and love it. May, that'd be great have you guys maybe. Oh, yeah. Come That'd in and do fun. it. If you screw it up, you're fired. I oh, mean, that's my totally job. That's, that's, that's fine. Job. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Matt Harping just got fired from the job or the Jazz, and I, I mean, I was happy about it. So, <laughs> well, I don't want to get fired. I know, but we'll I, hold, I held him to a high standard, so like, I feel like yeah. I should be held to high, or of course, of course, held that's, to that standard too. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So, uh, tickets are not yet available either. What? When do you guys expect your first game? And then, 
Um, can they go senatefootball.com to get tickets or there other places? Um, yeah, go follow our Facebook page, Instagram, um, then go to our website um, and just kind of track that stuff a little bit. As far as time frame goes, we probably won't put tickets on sale until we get a little closer to springtime. Um, that's when we'll have a venue locked down. That's when we'll start to right. kind of know what our operational costs look like and what, what our ticket prices are going to have to be. Okay. Um, and then obviously as we know that our venue – can accommodate this or that um, type of entertainment, then we can find value in other places and, and ticket prices can um, significantly come down. And of course, you know, you, there'll be opportunities for season passes. Plus, I hate to do a season pass and end up with, you know, a light home schedule. Yeah. I mean, so we, yeah. we really want to make sure that everything we do, we do it well. And sometimes that takes a lot more planning and trying to make sure that we hit the mark before we throw a bunch of stuff out at people. We get it. Um, but, yeah, we uh, season will start, like I said, sometime in that June, June-ish okay. um, time frame. Um, and, you know, we may have some kind of preseason scrimmage stuff that maybe we can get folks out to that we may do at no cost. Um, we'll have to look at those as well as things just to kind of build some excitement, get the kids out and yeah. meet guys. And, and so we may do some fun preseason stuff just as a tune-up before we get into actual league play. Uh, But we're really hoping to, you know, get a front-end loaded schedule where maybe we have six home games or eight home games out of a 10 or 11 game schedule. So, And then if we can bring home some hardware, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Yeah, Utah needs some more hardware. (laughs) I think RSL was the first major league sport to win, like, a championship I believe. Yeah, like two years after it started, right? Yeah, yeah, it was I quick. Know, it was great. It was, was that quick. 08? I can't remember. I think so. I bet I'm right. Yeah. So I want to give a shout out to your guy, Manny, because you've been saying, you know, he's awesome. I'm looking at your website, and yeah. that's why I took a screenshot while we were recording this. He's already got our logo, We Are Utah Podcast, on senatefootball.com yeah that's awesome dude. so we appreciate that yeah, i don't, I don't know what we did <laughs> he's an animal no he's uh like i said manny makes me look really really smart some days yeah um you know and all i have to do is uh let him let him kind of do it yeah you know he just i love that guy um he's he's an integral part of our team and and i can't wait till we can actually get him in a capacity full-time senate only and, yeah and um and that'll be great. I know? think it speaks to what you guys are doing and, and the organization, though, is is you have people around you that it's not just one dude trying to do everything. As you know, as a business yeah, owner tough, and as a realtor, you've got to have a team yeah. to make something yes, go. Because yep. anybody that just tries to do it all and do it, do it alone, either you burn out quick. They burn out yep. or it's it's well, you miss things. There are a lot yes. of details and and, you know, those little nooks and crannies that that you can't see all the time when you're just running your full head off. Right. Yep. And and again, you know, Jared much, you know, he found Manny. I just got to retain him when I mm-hmm. came in and and um he he by far is my um most valuable guy when it comes to all of our networking and all of that stuff and and quite frankly i probably would have failed by now without him um so no i to speak on team you've got to have a staff and a support staff around and and again it speaks volumes to jared and his ability to um find talented people that want to be a part of what we're doing and and we all believe in it and um, we're just trying to push this thing to where everybody has opportunities to include guys like Manny, you know, he's a young yeah. dude. He's, uh, you know, I'm, I hate to speak on what I think he makes over at Goldman Sachs, but he's with Goldman Sachs. So that in itself should talk about yeah, the brilliance yeah. of the kid. Yeah. And he does this part-time as his 
you know, hobby gig. Whatever. I know. I was trying to get him on, and he, he texted me this morning or emailed us. Yeah, and we thought it was, he thought it was canceled. I thought it was you did, and canceled. I was like, dang it, man. So well, he texts me. He's all podcast canceled. I'm like, no, dude. I think Manny just can't make it. Yeah. Read, the, read the emails. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, we're back on. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, we'd love to have you back on once you know you guys get further along. You have tickets to promote whatever you are trying to get out there. Yeah. Obviously, once the season's there, if you have playoffs, championships, we would love. I would love. Oh yeah, definitely. I would love. I to, want to talk about to do the live play-by-play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the live play-by-play. No, play. Good time. We love it, man. And when you know, it was a no-brainer for us when um, Manny sent over your guys' information to me. Came across my email, and I just I said, "Yeah, man, this is totally cool. Let's do it." And then um, you guys called me, and we we chatted. I can't remember who I spoke to. I think it was just it was me. Yeah, yeah, it was you. And um, we got a good vibe. Like you yeah. guys are same same as us, right? Yeah, We're just trying to do what's right by us us we are utah right and i think it's just the whole the thing that i get from all three of us is we want to make this place awesome that's like social acts you know it's we needed more entertainment we need more good restaurants we need you know everyone to know how awesome this place is the growth is inevitable yeah so versus fighting it why don't we embrace that and put things together that um help sustain that yeah help 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 to complete the 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 entire circle of um what makes utah so great i mean demographically we're great it's very family oriented state um you know logistically you're within spitting distance of a thousand fun mm-hmm. things to do especially oh, yeah. if you're an outdoorsy yeah, guy you're right outdoorsy, man. This is your place. Um, That's beautiful climate yeah. beautiful climate i mean we have silicone slopes right here pray for yeah. snow though man yeah, yeah silicone yeah. slopes i think i think this winter is going to be pretty we need it dude yeah, that, that's jobs, the thing. I, jobs coming out our ears. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. I mean, it's. I know there's a hiring sign everywhere. Every, dude, we're hiring. Everywhere. Hey, if anyone's listening, we're hiring. Social <laughs> axe throwing. <laughs> well, uh, I, I appreciate you coming on. Um, it's it's awesome to hear that you know you saw the vision of what we're trying to do, and I think we reciprocate. Re, I can't talk today. Reciprocate. Uh, I think I'm saying it wrong too. I Anyways. stayed up way too late. <laughs> it was heartburn last night. So uh, we see your vision, what you're doing, and. Um, the thing that I've learned about podcasting is you build such good relationships. I found my title girl that I use for every transaction and it's, it's a great way to connect with people personally, but then also, you know, we have no idea who's listening to this and reach, you know, would reach out to you or might come try out and be your next, you know, star football player. So it's awesome. And we always have a good time doing it in person. We appreciate you coming to the location. Um, it's hard to do it over Zoom. Yeah, I think we're the same like you. You know, we want quality, and we've done them over Zoom, and it just sounds terrible. You're talking over people, and, and you just don't get the human interaction. So we appreciate you taking time. I know you're incredibly busy, and uh, to come in person is is uh, huge for us. Definitely. Well, you're very welcome. I'm humbled, and I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And, and anytime you need something else, we would love to have you back on, coach on players. Yeah. We would love to meet some of the yeah, players let's set and, it up. Let's and set get up. them out it. in the community so they can hear their story and kind of get behind certain players. I know. I'd love to have players on. That'd be fun. I know that's how, good, you know, the jazz, podcast. you get behind certain players like Donovan Mitchell and yep. Rudy Gobert and you start rooting for them. Joe Ingles, you know, he's, he's well, not. They, and a bunch of these guys have their own little, you know, five minute blip on, yeah. on the local yeah. radio stations and yeah. stuff. And so, yeah, no, let's, let's stay in talks guys. 
because I think that it could be fun to maybe set something up where we do, you know, player spotlight each week yeah. during the regular season. That'd so we, whoever got the time. game ball could come down and be like, this is why I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude, I <laughs> you love know, that. And let's that's do that. a good idea. So. Oh, well, yeah. I, I, it was a great podcast. I think it was one of our best ones. That was awesome, dude. That was a good time. Um, if, you, if you're into to throwing axes and blowing off some steam, come visit Braden. Well, I don't know if you're always here, but your employees come, are always yeah, here. My, my employees are, are, are uh, awesome, dude. Yeah. Come hang out with us and throw some axes. We'll, we'll get the we're cheapest, cheapest uh, therapy out there right now. So yeah, yeah. We'll and he's, he's got arcades set up. He's got some pool tables. He's got food if you need a date night, if you have an event. Um, you know, yeah. a company event that you want to bring out your employees yeah, now's to. Now's the time for Christmas parties, corporate events, man. Like a team a building now's event. If you building. have a football team, <laughs> yeah, <what> <laughs> I hear you. To speak on all that, man. If you this market is crazy, and trying to find a house is insane. So give Jordan a call, and he'll he'll make it happen. He'll I will. It, so, and I'll give awesome. you a, a, a spiff if you use me as your realtor. There you go. I like it. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you guys Terrence, next time. Make sure peace that, out. Yeah. <laughs> make sure you tune in. Yeah. And then uh, if you want to get in touch with Terrence or anything Senate football, all of that will be in the description. We'll have links to the website, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook page, um, whatever Terrence needs to get yeah, out. TikTok? Vintage muscle, <laughs> TikTok. There's a TikTok. We'll get it out there yeah. too. So we'll see you guys next time. Sounds good.